Good morning, Church Alive family. We're so excited that you're here with us today, despite uh, current circumstances. So if you can, let's just go ahead and stand. Uh, we thank you guys for joining us today. Amen. We're just going to go ahead and pray with you guys. We're going to jump right into worship. Lord, we thank you today that we are not having a spirit of fear in this place. But today, we believe supernatural miracles resound in this place today. We pray that the fire of your spirit will fall in this place today. We have expectation for you to do what you want to do today. And we say, no virus, no form against us shall prosper in Jesus' name. And we say that we want to worship you in spirit and in truth today. So we thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, let's worship. Come on, clap your hands. Come on. Come on, let's sound the alarm. Come on. All over the house. Come on, clap your hands real strong. Come on. The devil is defeated. Can you say that the devil is defeated? God is exalted. Jesus is Lord. Shout about it. Jesus, we glorify
and the blood that a sound by. Somebody say a sound by. Somebody say a sound by. Let's say it together. Breakthrough, come on. Breakthrough in my heart. Breakthrough in my mind. Break. Come on, confess it.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's just lift our hearts to him right now and declare him to be Lord of all. Come on, let's just do it. Come on, let's just do it. Jesus, you're the Lord of all. Yes, God, yes, God. You're absolutely the Lord of everything. There's none beside you, none before you, and none after you. And we give you glory. We give you glory. We take agreement for the power of your spirit for anointing to be in this place today, Father. For everybody that's listening online today, that your anointing would just fill their atmosphere right now. Hallelujah. We declare you to be the Lord of everything. Hallelujah. You know, friends, the anointing of the presence of the Lord breaks everything. Everything. He is Lord of all. Amen. And when believers get together, we have a healing environment. Last night as we joined together in prayer, we agreed together for three things. Number one, for the sick. Not, not just the virus that everybody's concerned about, but any sickness. I like it when the scripture says that when Jesus many times entered into a community, as you read the gospels, it'll say that when he left, he healed them all. Would anybody today agree with me that he'll just heal them all? Come on, can you agree with me on that? Of everything, just healing. What a, a supernatural move, the healing power of God over the entire globe. Amen. Isaiah 58, 8. We've been ministering on this for a couple of months. And that is, it says that he sent forth his word and that healing sprang forth speedily. Amen. Everybody say right now. We need a right now, God, with a right now healing. Amen. So I want you to agree with me for three things. We did this last night. Number one, for the sick. We're going to breathe. Everybody's going to be healed. Number two, we're going to believe for a settling of the minds. Anxiety be gone. The, the one who can steal the storm to come out and say, peace, be still. Thirdly, we're going to pray for all those involved in screening processes of everything. All of our medical profession, I mean, all of our government leaders, everybody. What? Wouldn't it be wonderful if the screener had healing in his hands? Amen. Instead of just saying, here's what you've got, be like Peter and John. I thought of this earlier when they were coming into the, to Acts, the third chapter, and the guy says, I need some money. And he says, well, you know, we don't have any, but what I do have, I want to give you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. I need somebody who agree with me today. I need somebody online listening at home right now who agree with me all across the world, wherever you are right now. Come on, somebody agree with me in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we call forth your name, Jesus. Holy Spirit, you're here. And I believe you're doing something supernatural right now. In the name of Jesus, by your authority and by your blood, all the sick be healed right now. Every virus, every cancer cell, every respiratory system, every circulatory system, every part of it be healed right now. The skeletal system be lifted up. The immune system be, be lifted up. Hallelujah. Do it right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for your peace that passes all understanding just to settle in the atmosphere. Settle in the atmosphere. Hallelujah. We pull down every principality and power and ruler of darkness that would come against. And we lift up your name that is higher than any other name. 
We've come together today as a church, as a body of believers, here in the Spirit and here everywhere in the Spirit, even online. We're praying in your Spirit. We're taking agreement for a settling of the atmosphere global, O oh God. Now we pray for all of our medical uh, professionals and all those who have got inside here. We've got victory over any virus. Before there was a vaccine, we already had victory. Hallelujah. You said you've already sent your word. You've already done that. Hallelujah. We don't need further testing. And I realize the medical science will continue in that. And we know that's due diligence. But we believe you've already done the testing. Hallelujah. You've already been to the cross. You've already been risen again. Hallelujah. And we believe that your healing power is covering this globe right now. Touch our president. Touch our governors. Touch our, our mayors right now, Father. Touch all of our world leaders right now. And may your name be glorified. May the church rise up, hallelujah, and give you glory and demonstrate power and authority in your name. Hallelujah. I need a church to rise up and give him praise right now. Come on, just rise up and give him great praise right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's an old song, but I've been hearing it in my spirit. It's bless the Lord, oh my soul. Come on, sing it with me right now. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. Come on. Worship your holy name. Let the sound of this go out through the globe right now. Sing like never. Let the sound of this enter your house right now. Oh my soul. Worship your we lift you up. We lift you up. We lift you up. Come on, let him touch your body. Let him touch your spirit, your mind, your immune system. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. Worship your Now then, I would like for you to agree with me right now for ministers, for churches, evangelists, pastors, missionaries all over the world right now. We've got a lot of missionaries from this church all over the world right now. Hannah Igo, she's been in South Korea. And, and so we, we've, got, we've got ministers in, in Vietnam. We've got them all kinds in Asia, Europe, and all kinds of places. We've got some great missionary friends right from this church in Italy. And so we, we just need to take agreement right now for all of our missionary friends, all of our ministers around the globe, all the ministers in this city, because God called them and He set them apart. Today is not today to put on the lens of denomination. Today is to open our eyes and see it as God sees it, hallelujah, as a body of Christ. Come on, let's pray together right now. Heavenly Father, we take agreement. Come on, church, you pray with me. We take agreement right now. For all of our missionaries around the world. We take agreement for all of our pastors and ministers and evangelists and prophets and, 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 and apostles all around the world right now. Every, every, every one of them, lift them up right now. Let us hear what the Spirit has to say. Let us pay attention to what you're doing. Let us have open ears. Let us have, let us have boldness right now. Hallelujah. Not to be threatened, not to be full of fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
but to be full of faith and of power and of love and of a sound mind. You said if we'd call upon you, you'd heal our land. We're believing for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're believing for that. Hallelujah. Let faith rise today. Let a fervency rise up. Let today be a marked day in the spread of the gospel in this globe. Come on, agree with me right now on that. Let this be a marked day. Hallelujah. Where people are locked, many of them in their homes, and they'll turn on that television, and they'll turn on a preacher. Hallelujah. They'll get online, and they'll say, I've got to hear something of the good news. I believe by technology today, like it says in Matthew 24, the gospel can be preached. I feel anointing. Hallelujah. The the gospel can be preached to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Touch them right now. Hallelujah. Let's give God glory. Come on, let's give him praise. Come on, let's give him big praise in this house today. Come on, in your home, giving big praise today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's give God a great big shout. Come on, give him a big shout of hallelujah. Let's give him a big praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to your name. Oh, we glorify you and we praise you. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, you can be seated. Let me, let me tell you a couple things as we're progressing here today. I've got a message for you, and I don't want you to miss any part of it. And I was so glad to have you at the Church Alive. And I once again just want to welcome all of our online people, whether you're listening to this later on or whether you're listening to it live right now. I just want to make you feel welcome. And I'm glad that you have uh, tuned into the Church Alive. A couple of things is... Is all of you obviously online, you found the website, you know how to do that. And for everybody else, you want to stay real close to the news of the Church Alive and what's going to happen next and the schedule of our services and any, any urgent news that you need to hear about any rescheduling or any of that, always go to our website. It's thechurchalive.org. Thechurchalive, thechurchalive.org. We'll always give you updated stuff there. We keep that updated. Um, if you're on our email a subscription, uh, then um, you're going to get that also by email. If you have given us information and you want us to text you, we have not abused that as you've seen in the last couple of months. Uh, we've only sent you a couple of texts, and so we're not going to do that to you every day, uh, but uh, um, we'll give you information there. If, if for some reason we don't have that and you want to be included in that, then uh, just send us an email. I'll be the best way to do that and say, hey, can you put me on this email list or, hey, can you put me on that uh, uh, texting uh, deal? You know, I'd, I'd like to do that. Uh, then just do that. You can send that email to info, I-N-F-O, info at thechurchalive.org. Really easy. And we'll get that and we'll administrate that properly for you. Um, also, I mean, we have a Facebook page. Um, that's, that's really... Uh, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of you younger people, you've forgotten Facebook. That's like 10 years ago for you. Uh, you know, I get that. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of people who go to that Facebook page and get information. And, and so uh, there, there's a way to do that there. Uh, um, the other day I put out a little video. I really, uh, you know, was kind of just to encourage you, but I think it went farther than that, which is fine. I would have looked better if I'd have known it was going to go farther than that. Uh, but, but anyway, uh, so... Uh, you know, pay attention to that, and, and there's a lot of things going on like that, but we will give you pertinent uh, right online information. What has the Church Alive done? Look, I want you to know, every after every service here, after every group meeting, our facility is always 
uh, uh, disinfected. Uh, the nurseries, the hallways, the doorways, the glasses, I mean, everything, uh, every stall, every toilet, you know, all that sort of thing. Uh, Anita Blazioli and her company have been doing it for a lot of years, and they are the best. Uh, I, I'm one of those that um, I like things clean. I mean, as I, 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 I've trained myself not to do it as much. But even as I'm coming up to the front, I'll look around. It's like, for instance, this little piece of lint right here has bothered me all morning. And, and I've tried not to pick it up until now, all right? And I, I've trained myself where I won't do that. But uh, uh, So I'm one of those that as soon as it's, we're out of here, I like it to be cleaned um, because uh, who knows what's going to happen next. And so we have always done that. And doesn't the facility always look good? Come on, just tell Anita and John and all of them. Patty, do you have a Kleenex so I can put this uh, piece of lint in there? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not crazy about it. The other thing that really gets to me, if you really want to know a lot about me, is fingerprints on anything. And, and I, I've gotten better. After three children, I got better on the car windows. But I never liked their feet on the back of the seats. I mean, I'm just you know, all that sort of thing, you know what. And at our house, you, you never put, well, I was raised, you never put your feet in, in you never put your, your legs or your feet in furniture. My mom taught me furniture was made for this. And, and uh, we never put our fingers or our feet or anything on coffee tables. But in that, and now I watch my, my mom, she may be listening today, I watch as the grandkids come to their house, and they do things that I would have got my fingers cut off for. I mean, know what I'm talking about, amen? I mean, I thought a coaster went under every glass no matter where you were at. Uh, but anyway, uh, some of you know what I'm talking about. Those of you have no clue what I'm talking about. You're just as free as a bird, right? And, and, and so this facility, I don't know what percentage of it is glass, but as you know, a lot of it is. And, and so Anita and John, they, they are continually doing fingerprints because a lot of the population at the church alive is about this high and they love to touch those windows and and so uh, i'm one of those and i walk through if i see anita and john they always get them before i get them all right but so but we've always been doing that this this week though uh the, the children team they went in there and we used extra stuff that was uh, um, uh, authorized by the by the fda to use it said it would kill everything on the surfaces and so we even killed the good pair. We even killed the good stuff. All right. So that's all been done. Um, and in fact, I was going to have this earlier done, and, and, and we just by habit, usually by habit, the, the doors of the uh, sanctuary are left open till everybody comes in, and, and then they shut them for sound reasons. But Ross, we need to go ahead and prop open that one right over there. That one got shut. And we're going to just leave those propped open so you don't have to worry about the door handles. They've all been taken care of. Uh, my goodness, we've done on and on and on. Um, we love everybody. But so today, we've just decided to say God bless you instead of shake your hand. All right? And, and, and so um, uh, so we've, we've done a lot of those things. Now then, we're going to follow. I, I've, I've been in contact with early on, several weeks back, I was in a meeting with the mayor about what, you know, a couple of us were, what could happen in the city. So Bart Castleberry is a great believer. He's a great man. And, and he knows that, that if anything's going to happen in the community, the churches are going to be right in the front of it. 
That's the reason he met with us before he met with anybody else. And, and so we're right there on that. And uh, his words were, if anybody can settle the community, it's the church. So we're, we're going to continue in that. Been in communication. Get, I get, uh, I get uh, uh, information from the governor's office. Uh, and, and so, but, and we will abide by whatever they say. Because the Bible says to pray for your leaders and those in authority. Amen. I have a difficult time abiding by speed limits, but the rest of it I do really well with. Okay. And, and the last time one of them pulled me over and said, Preacher, do you even know what it is? I said, Whatever it is, it's promise you it's not enough. All right. And, uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll go with those things because actually, they, they probably know more about it in the natural than we do. But we do know something in the supernatural. And nothing can stop that. So we've got online presence. We've got online giving. We've got all that sort of thing. And here's the deal. I've, my, my mind's already gone. I, I believe this thing is going to be pulverized quicker than what anybody thinks. I believe that. Amen. I'm not going to stop on this. They say, well, there might be a I'm not going to stop on this because I know who's got the keys of the kingdom. Anybody here? And I've got a lot to say on some of this today, and, and, but I, I don't, we're not going to be foolish. Can I have a witness? Nor are we going to belittle or criticize anybody who makes a decision that you may not agree with. They know their bodies. They know their children. They, they know their immune system. They, they know all of those things. All right. And so we're not going to do that. In these last days, the church is going to be the church. And we're going to love and we're going to lift up. Because we are the answer for the world today. Amen. So I hope you receive all of that. The other thing is, is I've, I've already thought ahead, is if, if, if they say, well, uh, like in California, you know, they've got, got, the, got it down to really low. And, and maybe if it gets to the point, that, I don't believe that it will. But if it does get to the point that they say, well, you can't have any groups more than 50 or whatever, the Church Alive will do one of two things, all right? We've got online. And then the other thing is, I'll do a drive through service. Oh, I'm way ahead, y'all. I'm way ahead. I may be there all day because the whole community may come. But you can just drive through. Amen. I'll give, you, I'll give you communion and anointing and a word from God right there. Amen. And then you can just drive right on through. Can I have a witness? I'm serious about that. You think I'm not, but I'm as serious as I can be. The second thing I'll do is, is we will create the largest drive-in service you've ever had in your life right out here. Uh, now, I know Robert Schuler did it years back. And he, he, he would go to, before he had a church building, he would actually rent a drive-in, th- uh, 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 what do you call them, th- do you call them theaters? The closest one I know is in Marshall. So we're not going to Marshall, Arkansas for church. Some of you are here from Marshall, though, I know that. Uh, but, but what he did is he stood on the roof out there, and people, you know, went in cars. What I do is I just stand out here at the front with a mega sound system, and you could just drive up, all right, and roll down your windows or set on your hood, or I don't care what you do, amen. We just might do that anyway, amen, just to get some attention. And, and as we did that, if you liked, instead of an amen, you could just honk your horn and blink your headlights. Yeah. And if you really got excited, your shout would be getting your ride and go out on the grass and do a donut. Hallelujah. Well, how many really want? I got some of you. Let's do that right now. Amen. So anyway, well, we might not go quite that far. Amen. I thought the other thing, if we got, we've got a pond out here and everybody say, well, I, I, I need to be disinfected, we'll just go out there and have a mass baptismal. 
Amen. Well, anyway, so we're going we're gonna to rise up. Amen. So can you see we're not discouraged, we're encouraged. Amen. Give the Lord a great big clap of praise. Come on, Pat. Wow, what an opportunity for the Lord to be, make a statement, right? I mean, everyone is going to be turning to him. This is just an incredible time to magnify the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. We're just so glad that you're here today and love that we've come to worship together. And, and uh, normally we would have you just greet one another, but we're saying welcome today. Welcome to those that are listening online. And as you leave today, if this one is one of your first times with us, we have homemade bread that's been made for all of our guests here today. And on your way out, as you go through these doors, you'll find a basket of those uh loaves of bread for you today and really it's our way of saying welcome here at the church alive and so make sure if this is one of your first times with us that you get that as a as a love expression to you and church alive can you make everybody feel welcome here those that are listening online as well we're just excited to be able to magnify the name of the lord today you know i was thinking about all of this as you all are too and, and about the power of the blood of Jesus. You cannot go through a world crisis without thinking about the provision that he has made for that today. And, and uh, I was telling Randy before church today about the lady with the issue of blood. You know, she was in such straits. She had been really bound from being in community for 12 long years. That's a long time. She couldn't go worship. She couldn't be in the community. She was, you know, because of the law, she was like not supposed to be in public. But she found a way through that crowd. Amen. And she was determined, but put her at risk. So when Jesus turned and said, who touched me? She was afraid because she knew she was about to be exposed for being out in public with that issue of blood. And not only that, touching a rabbi now he was considered unclean but jesus blood was stronger than her issue of blood amen and i'm telling you today that resides on the inside of us and i encourage you this week uh, and as we go through every day to take communion as you get into the scriptures with your family, it doesn't take a long time to do that. Just of a morning, get your family gathered together. Do the communion. Begin to, uh, to, to let your family know the importance of what the blood does for us. Amen. So we just thank God right now. If you would do this with me, praise God with me for the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all unrighteousness, from all sickness and disease. Would you do that? Just lift your hands and say, thank you, Lord. We give you praise for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I receive that. Amen. Yeah, you do some home worship in your house. Just keep your house covered by that blood. Patty was talking about daily communion. She said, I believe we ought to kick back into daily communion. So I would encourage you. I've promoted that for many, many years. Get you some grape juice. Get you some crackers. I don't think they've ran out of either one of those yet. And so you get that. If you don't have that, get Mountain Dew and a Twinkie. Well, I don't know. Anyway, you get whatever you can. You get together in your house. You put your family together, and you have communion, and you say, thank you that we are covered by the covenant. Somebody raise your hand right now and say, I'm covered under the covenant. Amen. You believe that. Amen. That's better than any health insurance you'll ever have right there. The covenant. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to continue to give to God. Don't you be nervous. Don't you be nervous. In the first um, chapter, excuse me, the first Kings, the 18th chapter, the prophet comes in. 
to a lady, a widow, and her son, and they're, they're going to die, and they say they have one meal left. She's going to fix that. They're going to eat it, and that's it. The prophet says, well, I want you to fix it for me instead of you. And she's saying, you've got to be out of your mind. And he said, no, you need to do that. And he said, uh, and so by faith, she did it. By faith, she did it. And every time she went back to that, that, uh, that uh, barrel to get flour out of there, continual, there was a supply left to her. I believe that God's got a continual supply for every one of you. One of the words he gave her was, do not fear. Everybody say it with me in the atmosphere right now. Say, do not fear. That's the word you're going to hear today. Do not fear about any of this. Amen. The world economics have not altered heaven's economics. The world economics has not altered God's plan for you, our provision for you. Amen. God will take care of you. How many believe He put manna in the yard for the children of Israel? How many believe that? How many believe He really put a gold coin in a fish's mouth to pay taxes? How many believe He really did that? How many believe He can take care of you? Do you believe He can? And it's going to be your day to really live it and believe it. And so I encourage you to do that. We've got online giving that continues. And uh, so I, I'm just praying for your business, for every one of you. Uh, here's what I wrote down for me. God's promises are not on pause. They are right on schedule. That woman in 1 Kings 18, she did according to the Word of God. If you'll continue to do according to the Word of God, He's going to take care of you. Every time the children of Israel needed a great move of God, they brought an offering to God. Every time they brought an offering. Today, I believe, is like no other day. God's going to take care of you in ways you've never even begun to dream of, ways you couldn't ask Him. So don't be afraid for your house. He's going to take care of you. How many agree with me on that? Amen? He's going to take care of you. So here's what we're going to do today is uh, in just a moment you have the opportunity to get up and go back to the... Uh, uh, to the um, debit credit card center back there. A lot of you do that. You can jump online. Instead of passing the buckets today, as you can see by the bread and the buckets, we've taken an extra precaution for all of you. I don't want to make anybody feel nervous, amen. I want you to be comfortable, but I want you to believe God, amen. I want us to continue in worship. So we've got a, got a couple buckets right up here you can give your offering in. By, by that column over there and by that column over there is a bucket. Uh, right back here where the cameras are at, there are two buckets right back there. So as we give to God, I'm going to ask you to stand together with me. We're going to sing one of my songs. That is, yes, Lord, yes. I've traded everything the enemy tried to give me. I've traded in for you, Lord. And we're going to worship God. And as we do that, that gives you the opportunity to give right now. So, Heavenly Father, I bless every business right now. I thank you that right now fear is not going, that, that cloud of fear is being broken off of every one of these people right now. You're going to continue to prosper and bless. Nothing has changed, oh God. You're going to make it greater than what we've ever seen it before in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we give, come on, you give and we're going to worship God together. Amen. I'm trading my soul. I'm trading that shame. I'm down for the joy of the Lord. I'm trading that sickness. I'm trading that pain. I'm laying it down for the joy of the Lord. I'm trading. I'm trading that sorrow. 
Amen. Oh, I like that. Amen. Well, as you're being seated, uh, you know, this series of messages that we're in right now, Last Day's Stand, um, it was interesting to me that I, I wanted to do this series uh, actually in the fall of the year last year, and, and there just kept being a uh, kind of a uh, pause in my spirit uh, for, for a later time, and I just trusted the Lord for that. And it's interesting to me that I would be in the middle of this series right now, this last day stand, right in middle of the events that are happening in the world today. I don't believe that anything with God is an accident. And so I, I want to give you, first of all, just encouraging things. Nothing that has happened or that is going to happen in your life or in this world is going to surprise God. God has things planned. He has things in place. God already knew. He knew that Pharaoh would do what he was going to do. He knew that Herod was going to try to wipe the people out, try to wipe Jesus out. He, he knew all those things. Smallpox hasn't wiped us out. Measles haven't wiped us out. Y2K didn't wipe us out. And coronavirus is not going to wipe us out. The only thing that's going to take the church out is Jesus. Now, I want you to hear this today. I didn't come to discourage you. I came to encourage you. Amen. The last thing the devil wants to do is try to quarantine a believer. I want you to think about this. Because if you put a believer stuck in his secret place of prayer, he's going to come out firing in the Holy Spirit of God. 
The last time we got quarantined was in an upper room. I don't have anybody here with me today going to hear me on this. Amen. And we came out with Holy Ghost and fire. Every time Satan has tried to persecute the church, we just simply grew. Nothing is going to take the church out. Oh, you're not hearing me on this. I'm going to get you on this. Nothing is going to take the church out. Governments have not. Wars have not. I mean, civil war has not. I could go on and on. Every time there's a government who bans people from reading the Word of God, more people get saved in that nation than have ever been saved before. Amen. China. Years ago, said we could no longer have Bibles there and nobody could gather together. Well, all that did was raise up underground churches of some 30,000, 40,000, 50,000, 60,000. We had one group that was 70,000 believers meeting and the government didn't even know it. How many will say with me right now, the enemy cannot wipe us out because he tried on the cross and he tried in the tomb, but you can't bury a believer. Amen. And if you can't bury a believer, you can't bury the church. Somebody say, I'm alive forever. Come on, say it like you believe it. Say, I'm alive forever. And I said it earlier, every strand of of illness that's going to come up, Jesus took a stripe for every strand. And we've got victory over every virus. Amen. So I hope that stirs your spirit just a little bit. Amen. We're going to come out swinging the sword. This is our day to demonstrate. This is a day for the church to rise. I'm praying there's going to be so much healing on you that you say, well, I've got to be protected. I believe there's going to be so much healing on you. If anybody comes in the sphere of your influence by your shadow that they are healed like the Word of God said. This may be the day, if you really believe, Now I'm telling you, you like to tell the story, but this is going to be the day you're going to, the rubber is going to have to hit the road. You're going to have to decide if you really believe the Word of God. You're going to have to decide if you're really going to live in faith and not fear. Amen? I really believe that. I mean, I understand the mask, and I understand. Look, look, look a lot of times when I mow, I wear a mask. I mean, there's a lot of things I don't want to breathe in. Amen? I mean, I may sneeze 30, 40, 50 times. Amen. I used to count for the record. But now I've realized wearing a mask helps me a little bit. So I'm not belittling anybody that wears a mask. But what I am telling you, the king of kings took the mask off. He, oh, I could preach this a little bit. He took it off, hallelujah, when he was in the tomb. He was all by himself. The devil thought he had him quarantined, hallelujah. You're not with me on this. He thought he had him where he wanted him, amen. About the time the devil thinks he's got the church where he wants him, we come out again. Jesus said he took off those grave clothes. He took off that mask they had around him, and he folded it up, hallelujah, and he left it there for a souvenir who would ever walk in there because he didn't need it anymore, hallelujah, because he was glorified, hallelujah. You better get ready, bride of Christ, because we're about to be glorified. 
came to preach, you better get ready. So I believe there's going to be such anointing on you. You're the answer for the world today. Remember when you were children's church, vacation Bible school, this little light of mine, I'm going to hide it under a bushel. Well, this is your day to shine. Say, I am the light. You're set apart. You're sanctified. Right? You're holy. You're the answer for the world. They're crying out in desperation. Your neighbors need to know you're praying for them. Amen. Your homeowners association needs to know, you know what, I'm praying for my whole neighborhood. Amen. They need to know that as you're walking those streets, you're not just walking your dog, but you're praying, hallelujah, Holy Ghost and blood covenant down every street and down every property, and you're releasing ministering angels over every campus. Today, why don't you drive past the campus? Why don't you drive past the medical center? Why don't you drive past the nursing home and plead the blood of Jesus and send ministering angels over there? Come on, why don't you do it with me today? It's good preaching, preacher. Keep it up. Amen. I believe this is our day to rise. I believe he's still God. I believe he's always going to be God. How many believe that? So I came to to tell you two things. Are you ready for this? I'm going to give you two points, and then I'm going to give you the scriptures. Number one, the only thing going to be left standing is the church. Would you have believed that in just a couple of hours that our government could have emptied coliseums and arenas? If you would have told me last week they're going to cancel all the sport the sports sectors in NBA, the, the, the college, you know, March Madness deal, if you had told me that they were going to already go ahead in, in, in April, the Masters Golf Tournament, just change it, I'll rate it to if, 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 October. If you had told me those things, I would say, you've got to be kidding me. How in the world is that going to happen? I'm going to tell you, friends, you better be ready because man thinks they have built their house on something solid and it's going to stand forever. But you've got to be careful Will you build your house. Because the only thing that's going to stand is the Word of God. Are you with me on this? And you see, you need to see that things can happen in a moment. In a moment. So I've come to tell you today, the only thing that's going to be left standing is the church. For, and who is the church? I'm not talking about an organization. I'm talking about a believer who stands on the Word of God. And how many know you're the church? And I'm not out, I don't, I don't care today what denomination you think you are. Amen. I've been praying with my Baptist brothers, my Church of Christ brothers, my Church of God in Christ brothers. I've been praying for the Pentecostal church. I, I, I've been, all my brothers and sisters, we've been agreeing together because this is the day for the kingdom of God to rise up. I mean, the president, when he began to make decisions, he called in spirit-filled leaders in the Oval Office, began to lay hands on him and pray for him to give him direction this week. I'm telling you, if the people of God will call upon God, he's going to show himself strong. Give God praise. Come on, give him praise. The second thing I want to let you know this, and we're going to be the only thing left standing. The second thing is this. As long as we're here, As long as believers, the church, the bride of Christ, as long as we're here, the devil cannot take over. 
Amen. The scripture calls it the restrainer, and I'm not going to get that far today. But as long as you're here, the anointing and the authority that Jesus has given is here. The authority he gave by the keys of the kingdom is given to you. So as long as you're here, the authority is here. The anointing, because you're a joint heir of Jesus, by the presence of the Holy Spirit who is on the earth right now, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit who hovered at creation. He is the Spirit that hovered over Mary's body for the conception of Jesus, the Son of God, in her body. As long as that anointing is overshadowing the church and is living and in breathing in us, the enemy, Satan, cannot take over. Are you hearing me on this? No virus, no pandemic, no economic crisis can take over as long as the bride is still here. Amen. Somebody say, we've got the power. Come on, say it like you got a little authority in you. Say, we've got the power. So finally, I came to tell you today, bride, you get ready to walk the aisle. Are you, I'm, I'm, I, 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 oh, I had a lot more I want to preach right there. We've got, had a few weddings here. I mean, the, the, the Marino family, they're having so many weddings. They, they got them in all states, and they got them everywhere. They're having a, they're like old McDonald had a farm. They had a wedding here and a wedding there, hey, amen. They got, sorry about that, only two, right? But anyway, you're going to feel like you had a bunch of them before it's over, amen. And are you sure you still want to get married? That was a pretty weak yes right there, amen. Well, anyway, I'm going to pray for you before it's all over, praise God. But, but anyway, I better get out of that while I still can. Can I have a witness here? Somebody, amen. Is, but, but, but the deal is, is, is the bride has got to get herself ready. Amen. How many know he's coming back for his bride? And how many know the church is the bride? I, I don't have time to do a lot of study analysis today, but I'm going to tell you the bride gets ready. Every wedding that I've done, and I've done a whole pile of them. I can't, I've done so many of them, I can't keep a record of all of them, but, but uh, I got that somewhere. But I, I, I've done a lot of weddings, and so far, I've never seen a slouchy bride. Amen. Everybody can talk about, well, I want to go casual. Well, I've never had a bride come up in here and flip-flops. All right, we'll talk about how steep these stairs are. They still got to wear them heels. All right, amen. I mean, I, I, you know, and the, the interesting thing to me is, is I've never seen a bride come in here. Everybody wants the natural look. I've got to be careful. But I've never seen a bride come in here without makeup. In fact, they'll ask for a room in the church. Oh, yeah, and they'll bring in a hairstylist. And they'll bring in a makeup artist. <laughs> to paint a pretty picture. <laughs> well, anyway, I need to be careful here, but I need to be real careful, don't I? Get back up here where it's safe, amen. And, 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 as I, and sometimes, sometimes I don't even recognize the bride. <laughs> anyway, I got to be, I got to be real careful now, amen. I got to, Carson, help me out here, would you? I need some help. I need a bodyguard before it's over, amen. Woo, glory, thank you, Justin. I got second bodyguard, amen. And, but anyway, as I notice, they come down the aisle, and they got a beautiful white, garment on that they spent mega bucks on or it was there uh, it was in the heirloom I mean it was something like that you know and it's it's beautiful I, I've never seen them come in here in a checkered uh, uh, tablecloth I, I've never seen them come in here in a 
uh, you know, something all raggedy. It's, it's got to be just right. Well, I tell you what, the bride, we've been getting ourselves ready. Can I? We, we've been in the room. We've been in the prayer room. We've been in the re revival room. We've been in the heat. We've been getting ourselves ready. And kind of how I see it is, is, is in the, you know, the father, the bride, or whomever, they, they kind of walk them back here to the aisle back here in the groom. We, we come in here and we stand over here like this. And, and I come down here and, and I, you know, I've looked, I've settled the crowd. And, you know, the mother, she's over here. Oh, 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 not him, Lord, not him, Lord. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm in a lot of big trouble, aren't I? That's what Patty's mom did. Well, anyway. Oh, no, you think I'm kidding. I'm standing down here. She really did. She didn't say the last part. I don't think she did. I couldn't understand her. But I'm sitting down here. My dad's the minister, and I'm down here. Patty comes around the aisle. I, I did recognize her. <laughs> I'm getting better here as I go, all right? And, and about that time, her mom stood up and said, what have I got myself into? Can I have a witness, somebody? All right. I'm back on, Lord, help me get back on track here. Amen. The bride comes in and I give the nod and the music. They hit the music. I'm tell you, one day the Lord's going to give the nod. He's going to give the nod. And the trump's going to sound. And the dead in Christ are going to rise. Come on, God. Anybody got any loved ones you're going to see soon? Huh? Hallelujah. And we're going to fly past TSA. Hallelujah. We're not going to have to check any baggage. Are you with me on this? Hallelujah. Are you with me on this? And we just, we're going to fly. Somebody say, I'm going to fly. Come on, somebody say, I'm going to fly. We don't talk about this now. Somebody say, I'm going to fly. It doesn't matter how much ice cream you've had, you're going to fly. Amen. And we're going to meet them together in the sky. And it's going to happen in the twinkling of an eye. Quicker than what they canceled the NBA. Quicker than they can test you for the virus. Yeah, don't get me started. We're going to meet him. I believe, now here's what I believe. I believe the bride's already been in that room getting ready. And I believe she's already made herself back here at the aisle. And I believe the church better get ready because I believe the trump's about to sound. Come on, anybody with me? I'm telling you as a believer, you need to get ready to walk the aisle. You need to get ready. Somebody raise your hand and say, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come on, say it out loud. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. So I came to tell you, we're the only thing going to be left standing. And I came to tell you, the devil can't take over as long as we're here. All right, now then, I'm going to give you some scripture on this. And I've been, been ministering on this a lot, but, but I, I want you to get, look, look we, we've got to stand in faith, not fear. Say amen if you believe that. Some, somebody say, well, what, what, what if I can't get out and, and get groceries? Well, then we're going to fast and pray. What happens when we fast and pray? Supernatural things happen we fast and pray. Amen. What if God is rigging all this thing for something like that to happen? Amen. So we better get ready. Amen. As long as we're here, there's going to be healing here. As long as we're here, there's going to be deliverance here. So I, I believe on this thing. Amen. So here's what Matthew, the 24th chapter says. I want to go to verse 4. I want to read these. I want you to see them because I want to make a very valid point to all of this. Uh, chapter 24, verse 4. Jesus said, Take heed that no one deceives you. 
Now, you're going to get a lot of information today. Now, the Lord knew that we would be living in the informational age. This technology, an iPhone did not surprise God. God, when we, when we got to the software and systems we have now, God did not say, well, I never thought they'd get that done. In fact, I said it on Wednesday night, God's never thought of anything he hadn't already thought of. All right, he's all-knowing. And so God knows all of this. And, and, and so it says here, let no one deceive you. You need to know the Word of God. You need to know what is going to happen. You, if you know the Word of God, discernment will rise up in you, and you will be able to know truth from non-truth. If you do not, now this is a key I'm giving you right here, so catch it. If you do not know the Word of God, you'll be sucked in by something that is not true. It looks like the real thing, but it's not the real thing. It'll be Coke Zero, not the real thing. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You've got to know the Word of God to know the difference between the authentic and the fake. All right? So, he says you got to be careful so no one deceives you. And the Holy Spirit will help you with that. You're not left with, with, with your own deciphering. The Holy Spirit, your teacher and your guide, he's God on earth. He will help you with that. Now, verse 5 says, So many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. What he's saying in the last days, and we're living in those times, we're living in this dispensation, there's going to be many come say, you got to do this and you got to do that. They're going to say, if you don't do like I do, then you're not of God. That is not true. You need to see that, all right? Then he goes on to say, he describes it. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. You've seen this many, many times. And it's always in your news. In fact, you're almost callous to it. There's so many uprisings around the world as long as it's not affecting, as long as it's not affecting that individual, they usually don't pay attention. But they're happening all over the world. I mean, you know, we, we go to, to South America, uh, Guyana, every July. And they've been having an uprising now for a month or so. They're in the street rioting and so forth over elections and so forth. And their businesses are all shut down. But you've not heard of anything of that in the news. They have what is to believe just offshore of Guyana, the largest offshore oil find in history. And that, and that country is in upheaval. But you don't hear about either, either one of those things. Uh, so verse number 6, you will hear of all that. You will see, it says here, and see that you are not troubled. Somebody say, I will not be troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So how many know you've been hearing this stuff for a long time? All right, but he said, well, you got to hang on. There's still some things are going to happen. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. Have you noticed the increase in earthquakes? Uh, when I was a kid, uh, you know, in the 60s, we, we very, so I just dated myself, but we very rarely heard of an earthquake. But now they are happening. When Patty and I, in October, were in Italy and in Greece, um, we actually, uh, there off of the coast of Greece, went by an active volcano. I, I went out there at 5 in the morning and took a picture of it as it, it was being, act, it, it, was, it was active. So these things are already happening. Um, and it says, and these are the beginning. Say the beginning. Come on, you got to get ready. You got to get ready. It says, then they will deliver you up to tribulation, kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And this has been happening to believers around the world for a long time. 
It's already been happening. And it says, and then many will be offended and will betray one another and will hate one another. Today I will not have time to go to 2 Timothy, the third chapter, verses 1 through 5. We've already covered that. It says that people will not, they will hate each other, that uh, children will be against parents, people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And so you, you see that's wrapped in here that's already happening. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. How, would, how many would agree with me there are false prophets all over the world right now? It's happened all over the world right now. Amen. And, and, and so uh, uh, you, you know that. So let's, let's go on. It says, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will wax cold, uh, will grow cold. What it's saying here is that in the last days, you've got to be careful because of this deception and that falseness because there are many in the body of Christ who will compromise. And how many know that has already taken place? I mean, I, I could talk about... Um, I could even talk about, um, you, you know, and I could, I could get controversial with you real quick, but I could just, I'm here today to talk about truth. I, I, I could talk about groups of, quote, churches who have, who have, who have, who have now ordained and saying it's okay uh, for gay marriages. Now, you, you can write me if you want to. That's a compromise. Okay, so you're living in the middle of that. I'm just speaking truth. I'm just speaking according to the Word of God. Not opinion, but the Word of God. Now here's what it says in verse 13. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. See, that's the reason I am engaged, and this church is engaged so strongly in the placement of what we call fire Bibles like Miss Peggy had with the selling of her Afghans out there, because those Bibles are going to groups of people who have never heard the gospel. Amen. I've had the privilege of preaching to a group who at first who had never heard the gospel. This church has built five churches in communities, and some of you have had a part of that in Africa. Those groups had never had a church until you put one there. How many here? Come on, give God praise for that. Amen. So now, as we go on with this, uh, here's what happens. The church is just going to get stronger and stronger. Now then, the, 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 this scripture, and you can read it, goes on, talks about tribulation and talks about those things. And, and here's what's going to happen. Is one day the rapture is going to take place. Now, I'm not going to have time to get into all this today. And you say, what's the rapture? The rapture is, is, is Jesus coming for the church. Snatching away, taking his bride out of the earth with him. Now, nobody knows when this is going to happen. Now, I want you to give me an amen if you heard what I just said. Nobody. They start calculating days and tell you, I've got narrowed it down to about a week. Don't you believe it? All right? There, there was a man one time who, who wrote a book. 88 reasons why he was going to come in 1988. And he didn't come in 1988. So in 89, he wrote a book, 89 reasons why he didn't come in 88. True. Met the man. All right? Lived in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, here, here is the deal. Nobody knows the day he's going to come. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
all your calculations, all your lining up with the atmosphere is not going to tell you when he's going to come. All right? It's like in Matthew 25, and I'm not going to get that far today. The ten virgins. He said, you've got to have your oil, and you've got to be ready. Because you don't know when I'm going to come and knock on the door. And when I come and knock on the door, you're going to ask for some oil, but it's going to be too late because the door is already going to be shut. So you've got to get ready now. All right? We're going to have tribulation. We're going to have great tribulation. All right, that's what the, that's going to be. Now, now listen, and I'm going to go back for a little bit. These last days before the rapture, the Scripture tells us there's going to be an increase of crime. There's going to, how many believe there's an increase in crime? There's going to be an increase of lawlessness. I mean, you know that, and you see that. There's going to be an increase of this deception. There's going to be an increase of all that. And you see that is happening. And believers have got to be ready because he's going to come unexpectedly, and it's going to be quick. Amen. How many grew up in church? Anybody? I grew up in church, and I made sure. We talked about this last, Wednesday, or last Sunday night in, in, in our Bible study. But I still made sure that I was right with God every time I left church. And I was just a kid. Amen. I didn't live in fear, but I lived in security. I made sure that every night before I went to bed, I prayed. And I asked God to forgive me of all my sins, and I was just a seven and an eight-year-old, amen. But I heard the word of God, and I believe that. May I ask you today, when was the last time before you went to sleep, instead of you said, God, you got to help me with this worry, you got to help me with this and that, when was the last time on a daily basis you said, Lord, forgive me of my sins, I confess you as Lord, I'm not saying that every day you backslide, but I'm saying are you expecting him to come back every single day? How about your kids? I know you can buy your kids investments. You can give them life insurance. You can give them a car when they're 16. You can make sure you got all that. But have you given them the good news of the gospel? Have you told them they've got to make, I know I'm preaching some old stuff today, but the time demands it. Hallelujah. Have you told your children that the Lord could come back at any time and they need to be ready? You've got them on the right baseball team. You've got them on the right traveling team. You've got them Nike shin guards. You've got them the best helmet, hallelujah. You've got them designer clothes at the age of four, and they'll never remember it. But are you teaching them that Jesus Christ ought to be the Lord of their life? The last thing you want to do is miss the rapture and be in the middle of the tribulation and then be cast into the eternal like of fire and your children say, Mom, Dad, why didn't you tell me? Say, preacher, you need to calm down and get conversational. No, we need to get ready. I'm telling you, the bride is at the corner. She, can, she needs to get ready to walk down the aisle. Somebody you better give God praise. The church, we've been involved in all kinds of stuff and all kinds of, quote, outreaches, but now is when we need to demonstrate the power of Jesus Christ like we never had before. We've got to get back to telling people about Jesus. If you do that one-on-one, -on -one, you're doing that discipleship, you do that, start, I don't care where you do it, but somehow you've got to start sharing your faith. Somebody raise your hand and say, Lord, help me. Oh, yeah. He's going to, I don't know when he's going to come. 
I, I, don't, I, I don't know at what point he's going to come. There's going to be tribulation. There's going to be great tribulation. There's going to be the rise of the Antichrist. I was going to go through a bunch of this, but I'll, I'll do it more in a couple of weeks. I mean, there's going to be worldwide distress like you've never seen. The only thing I'm going to say about toilet paper is this. If toilet paper scares you, you wait till the seals start getting opened up. Somebody don't know what I'm talking about. Amen. I'm telling you what. If, 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 if toilet paper scares you and you miss the rapture, you wait till the tribulation. Your last concern will be about going to Sam's and getting toilet paper. Amen. You say, well, Pastor, you're trying to scare me, and I'm trying to give you truth. Amen. You buy insurance because you've got a factor of fear. Come on, right? You buy health insurance and life insurance and accidental dismemberment, right? Disability insurance. You get all those things. In case something happens, well, you better get ready in case he comes today. Well, yeah, preach. Yeah, you better get ready in case he comes today. There's one thing I do know. I have not been perfect. We have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. My wife has seen me not be perfect, and she's seen me perfect. No. My kids have seen me not so perfect. But the one thing that I can say, I am washed clean by the blood of the Lamb. I've been forgiven. Anybody with me? He nailed it for me. Ah, hallelujah. I said he nailed it. Somebody say he nailed it. And his resurrection power lives in me. And I'm not ashamed of the gospel. But I have led them to Jesus. Amen. There's a lot of things in life. Maybe I haven't taught them so well. But I've taught them they need to know Jesus. Does your family know they need to know Jesus? I want you to ponder that. Oh, yeah. See, when the rapture comes, believers, first thing that's going to happen is we're all going to be judged by the Lord. Say, what? See, you've seen all those dramas. Well, the Lord brings up one, and he says, you come, and no, I never knew you. You go this way. And the other one, yeah, I knew you. You come this way. It's not going to be that way. I guess we did that for dramatic. I don't know why we did it. But it's not going to be that way. As for the believers, the church, the church is taken out of here. The judgment is not going to be a condemning judgment. It's going to be a rewarding judgment. Come on, somebody say amen to that. Come on, somebody say, I've got it coming. Come on, you need to believe it. Say, I've got it coming. See, when nobody saw you do a good, a good deed, Jesus saw you do it. He saw you do it, and he's going to reward you because of your faithfulness, because of the condition and the motivation and the intent of your heart. He's going to reward you. Believers are going to be rewarded. Hallelujah. And the devil can't do anything about it. Tribulation is going to be going on. Antichrist is going to be doing his thing. I'll get into more of that a little bit later. The specifics are going to be cosmic things happen. If you think toilet paper is a bad deal, you wait till cosmic things start happening. Oh, yeah. Amen. I don't think you'll want to be on Southwest Airlines when that occurs. Amen. Their GPS is going to be all knocked off. I could go on and on about things. It's going to be happening. And then there's going to be a, 
uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a war anyway, and we're going to come back with Christ and we're going to win. Somebody say, we win. Somebody say, I win anyway. Yeah, I want you to get that in your spirit. We're, we're going to, there's a thing called the millennium. We're going to rule, Satan's going to be bound for a thousand years, and we're going to rule and reign with him for a thousand years. How many say, how many want in on that deal? Come on, how many, you, how many really want in on it? For those of you that have been feeling like you've got to hurry up and travel the world before you get too old, you just relax. Amen. you got it covered. Amen. I've been teaching this to my family for years. I don't have to see it all now. Amen. Because I'm going to rule it all a little bit later. Well, come on, can I have a witness? here, somebody. Amen. A thousand years. Somebody say a thousand years. Amen. It's going to be so good those thousand years. I don't even know if you'll have to work out during that time. There's a lot of things we don't know about it, but it's going to be good. Somebody say it's going to be good. Say, I want you to see our future gets better and better. See, it's a church. Don't you be discouraged. Don't you be distressed. It just gets better and it gets better and it gets better. Amen. You may be dealing with a little arthritis now. Well, you go ahead and just keep believing for healing. Amen. And, and go ahead and keep eating that apple every day and keeping your stretches every day. But one day, hallelujah, you're going to walk right out of that old body and you're going to get a new body. Hallelujah. And you're going to live arthritis free. Say, I've got a headache free day coming. See, there's going to be one day I won't need these right here anymore. Praise God. How many get the picture? The end of that, Satan's going to be released. going to be another great big battle. I could go on and on. Then there's going to be the final judgment. What's the final judgment? That's where the wicked get it. Did I go too quick? It's where the wicked get it. Amen. Then they're going to be, Satan's going to be thrown to the lake of fire, Right? There's a lot of things I miss, so I'll go and cover a little bit later. Then it's going to be eternal damnation for them. And then there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Can I give you a tip right now? You don't have to go in debt for new countertops. Let me help you. My grandmother had the same countertops, Tommy, all my life. Amen. My grandparents had the same couch. All my life. Come on, anybody else with me on this? They even had the same lawn chairs all my life. Those web ones, because after every winter in Indiana, you'd go get them off the back porch, and you'd know which ones were which because you'd fall through the bad ones. Can I have a witness here, somebody? All right? And, I mean, and you say, well, i got to do this, and i got to do this. You better hang on. We're going to have a new heaven and we're going to have a new earth, amen, and God's going to give you things you never even dreamed possible. Come on, somebody say amen. You don't have to. I'll give you one little tip. You're going to do this studying on your own. You don't have to worry about in those days what you're going to drive. You don't have to worry about climate change because it's already been changed. Well, hallelujah. i got to be careful. Some of you getting ready to go. I'm getting too far on you. You don't have to worry about what model or what all this is. You know, I'm sorry, Justin. I'm not going to be classics. They will all be a classic. Hallelujah. What's going to happen then? You're just going to think about it. Hallelujah. And you're going to get to be there. Some of you not read your Bible in the book of Revelation. It's going to be good. Somebody say it's going to get better. 
The main thing you've got to do today is make the decision. Say, Pastor, this is old-fashioned. You've got to make the decision, a decision, a decision. I'll repent, I'll confess my sins, and I will make him the complete Lord of my life. And I will live that he's coming back today. When, let me just ask you this. When was the last time that you got up of that morning and you said the Lord could come today? It's been so long since the church even thought that way. But are we reminded today? He could come back today. If they can empty those stadiums that quick. I mean, I don't even know who made up this toilet paper thing. I mean, who said that? Does anybody even really know? No. We don't really know. I think it was somebody in China. It scared the toilet paper right out of every one of you. Amen. If we miss all of our toilet paper in the church today, I'll just figure you needed it. Which commandment is it? Oh, you're good. You're good. Somebody said to me earlier, said, Pastor, what if we just borrow it? No returns. <laughs> can you stand with me, please? Otis, can you help me? <laughs> Would you raise your hands with me? Come on, just raise your hands. Father, we declare you as Lord right now. I believe you died for us. I believe you've been raised for us. And I believe you're coming back again. We present ourselves as a holy sacrifice. Confess of our sins. Let your blood cover us now. Live strong in us right now. We declare you're the Lord of our life. We believe in you, Jesus. It's an old song. It just says, I surrender all. Come on, do it with me now. I surrender all. Come on, sing it out a little aggressive. Come on, you can do it. Here we go. Come on, if it's been a long time, you need to do it. Come on, just do it. Make him the Lord right now.
I would like for you to listen to this. As we close out today, Matthew, the 24th chapter, verse 37. It says, But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. I'm confident most of you know the story of Noah. And again, today you've got to believe in the reality of God's Word. It was extreme. Believe it. We're living in extreme, challenging times. The days of Noah, what were they like? Well, verse 38 says, For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. Verse 39, And did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. The church, now gets this, you're the one that's going to see the signs. The world is deceived and not seeing the signs. That's the reason we pray for things like an awakening. And we use those words. It's because we, we need the people to wake up to the coming of the Lord. We need to wake up to what God's doing in these days. To wake up what is possible. And so that's the reason you pray. That's the reason you witness. That's the reason you, you live the way that you live. And let, let this be modeled before the world. That's the reason you're the light in the darkness. And they've got to know this, but there are many are going to just be deceived and won't even know what happened. Well, they'll, they'll know when the coming happens, but they don't know when it's going to happen. But see, you're aware. You're aware. You're the bride. You've been getting yourself ready. The glorious bride. Then it says here that, describes it to you, verse 40. Two men will be in the field. The Lord is giving an illustration. One will be taken, the other will be left. Two women will be grinding at the meal. One will be taken, the other left. So, so what, 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 what do we do? Watch, therefore. Be alert. For you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready. For the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. His coming is imminent. And unexpected. So what do we do? We get ready. How do we get ready? The Holy Spirit gets us ready. How are we going to be the glorious bride? By the work and the power of the Holy Spirit. Not anything of ourselves. It's going to be by Him. Amen. So as we sing, I surrender all, we're giving our heart to Him. But let's surrender to the person and the work of the Holy Spirit to make this bride glorious like we've never been before. Come on, as we sing it, do it now. One more time. Here we go. Do it in us, Lord. Get us ready. Get us ready. Get us ready. Hallelujah. We'll be strong in you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now, Heavenly Father, I pray for every house right now. I pray for every home unit, every single dweller. I pray right now they'll not be nervous. We've given the word today, and your word has been received online, wherever that it is, and, and that your word will go forth and have free course. I pray that where you are, I know there is liberty. I pray for liberty and peace in every house. 
I pray the language of every house would be an uplifting language. It would be a healing language. There would be power over every believer right now. I pray for healing in their hands. I pray for healing in their voice. Healing in the shadows, Father, wherever they go. I pray according to Psalm 91, not anything will come nigh their dwelling. You've quenched every fiery dart of the wicked one. Hallelujah. These people will go forth and be healing and be light. There'll be power. There'll be, there'll be the words of salvation. Hallelujah. They will be the bride you called us to be. Father, once again, we just lift up every house, every business, all the government, everyone a part of it. And today, we call that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And I call victory over every virus. Hallelujah. And for your church to rise. And today be marked as a day that the virus was unexpectedly, supernaturally backed down over the entire globe. Dematerialize in the name of Jesus. Let the church arise. Hallelujah. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give a victory praise. Can you do that? Give a victory play praise. Hallelujah. God bless you. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hallelujah. Guest, receive that bread as you exit. God bless you all. Hallelujah.